Welcome back. It's the Cool Creative Convos episode four. Yes, we made it to episode four. You thought yeah. we wouldn't be back. We're back. <laughs> um, today we'll be speaking about some something interesting, as always. Um, given what's happening in the industry, and you know what, we do get feedback from what you guys say when you listen to our episodes. So definitely, we we listen and we are back with what we think is going to make for a good conversation today. Today we're going to speak about personal branding. And not your usual personal branding, but in the context of what is happening in the industry, this should make for a great conversation. And today, of course, of course, of course, of course, I'm here with my brother Javin, as always. Yeah. Javin, what's up? Charlie, a day, a day. We had to come back again, and I think this conversation is timely. Uh, we are we're in an era where everything, everything be branding. We really want to understand what does it mean for you to build a personal brand. Why is it even important? And why are we even wasting our energy talking about these things? Uh, everybody says it's good, but you know, how do we get there? So me, I'm really excited about this one. You know, I've spoken about personal brand on different platforms, and every time I'm speaking about it, it's different because given the people in the room, it does change the context of the conversation. So today, we decided to bring here one of the best, one of the experienced. We always try to make it as practical as possible. So we are here with somebody who does it on the daily. Somebody who's managed Absa. Somebody who's managed Samsung. Somebody who's managed... Can you give, give him the brands? Give him the brands. <laughs> he's been there. He's done that. And, and he's also very controversial if you follow him on Facebook. <laughs> he's a culture person. He's an industry folk. And um, so definitely our first guest on Cool Creative Convos. We have in the house why always echo <laughs> guys it's good to be here it's good to be here i love what you guys are doing yeah so we're just gonna get right into it oh this is just gonna be as usual our conversation so starting off we want to get deep dive into personal branding i'm sure you've heard people be i'm sure you've seen somebody being somebody doing something and they're like oh air branding air branding it's so subconscious that we all describe something somebody's attributed to and then we say oh air branding air branding today we are going to take a pause and try and understand what people mean when they say air branding air branding and that's how we are starting our conversation today so um i'm going to start with jabin um just let's get into it personal branding what comes to mind Sarkodie. <laughs> Chief branding person. So my question, I'm glad you said Sarkodie. Because <laughs> when I get to Echo, I'll say, why not Shatawali? So you, <laughs> yes. No, but I think it's basically putting yourself in in a certain uh, mind space of your, your, your consumer or whoever is consuming whatever you are creating or whoever you are. So for example, if you're a musician, um, you're not just in, you're in everybody's mind as a musician, but you're, you're able to occupy a certain space in the listener's mind that you are this kind of musician, right? You are doing this kind of things. This is how you move. Same way for any person in any job. Um, if you are, we are all, I mean, we are all just great professionals doing our work. But once you're able to occupy people's minds as this kind of person, this is what I do. And once they just hear your name, they're able to relate it with something. And very identifiable as well. I think that you're on your way to personal branding. So that's what I think about when I hear personal branding. Being able to just occupy somebody's or your consumer's mind mind space with one particular thing and being consistent with it. And I think that yeah, that's what personal branding is to me. That's powerful. That's powerful. So 
I mean, if you wanted to find your personal brand, I suppose you could just ask your close friends what comes to mind yeah. when you hear my name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember I, d- I did that thing where I said, well, well, that was more of a brand audit, but even like, you can use the same as a person. You can just ask, listen, Jesus Christ asks, what do the people call me? What do the people say about me? You know, what was that thing? <laughs> Jesus wanted to find out. Yeah, he wanted to find out what his personal brand was. Like, I've been doing all these good things, but really, what do they say? You know? <laughs> and so i think that's the first step to finding it but it's good to know that and and work on it personally i'll say that i have i personally struggled with these things because i was like i can do a number of things but what is that one thing that people think about when they think about me and so it took a second uh, for me to just realize that i cannot figure this out on my own i just have to ask people what comes to mind when you hear my name what comes to mind i think I, i asked a few people and from there i was understanding what people are thinking about me maybe it was it was quite different from what i thought of myself actually mm. it was that's, revealing that's interesting yeah it was revealing that's, but i realized that okay what's maybe. the feedback was versus what you thought you, you were thought out yeah as a brand. there was realized there's there a, was disconnect. a disconnect but then it made me pay attention to that more i realized oh this is what i really have to offer for these guys so let me just continue there so in that case what is your personal brand is it what the people say you are or what you think you are it's what the people say you are it's always what the people say you are the thing is that you can influence that but it's still not what you are saying it's really because brands live in the minds of consumers facts that one we can't take that you know you're nothing it's just based on whoever the cons whatever the consumer thinks of you so you can actually be here dress like a pastor believe that you are a pastor move around like a pastor but if the people see you as a thief i'm sorry you're a thief <laughs> you understand you're a thief <laughs> if the people believe that nah this guy is fraud no matter how many hey baba you go do <laughs> where you come for you understand so, <laughs> honestly thanks for that because i believe we can we can extend this to even define what brands are it is what people say you are and not who you think you are so getting your brand right is getting that consistency between who you think you are versus who people think you are when that connects you are getting you're right on the money you on your brand you know what you're doing right so now let's why always echo so let me start this way yeah. why always echo mm-hmm. why the name why always echo does that define your personal brand exactly so you even saying why always like why is like your name why always that alone should tell you the kind of person i am i'm always on the other side <laughs> so I you can't. do that deliberately yes, the cat is out of the bag when everybody's going left i go say you know what i'm going right exactly and i'll give you reasons why i'm going this way and you know the world is a very complex place so now there's no straightforward answer to a lot of things so i decide to go like to the left and then you can be like thousand challenge the norm yes i'll challenge the norm because i'm a i'm a i'm a believer in those things because i just feel that a lot of things need i mean you need to rewrite some some rules you know be different create your path no so those are the things because if you want something new you have to do something different i mean i love that that's a different perspective so echo Mm -hmm. clearly Mm -hmm. decided to chart a path where if everybody's going one way he's going to challenge the status quo and then throw light on what could be the other way and he's done this consistently so people following on facebook would clearly testify to this he is always on the other side so it is no wonder he's a big fan of Shatawali. and that's why i want us to get to when you speak about he's gavin spoke about sarkodia yeah. in terms of personal branding and yeah. how he has projected a certain image yeah. in all of us our minds yeah. 
Now, when we speak of Shatawali, again, we can all attribute a certain character to Shatawali. That can we say that's his personal brand? Yeah, that's given how we all perceive him. I yes, I mean, I've gone close to him a bit, so I know I kind of know the kind of. But you're in SM camp. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, do you, do you realize that there was a time Shatwale always smokes in his live video, but the very day we saw Sakode with a with a cigar, people didn't understand. Like you, are, you are not known for this. But Shatwale does that every time. So why is it that with Sak it's a problem, but with Shatwale it's not a problem? So these are two distinct brands. And I always say that the moment Chateauwale, for instance, decides to behave like Sarkodie, his brand is dead, it's gone. Yeah. And vice versa. And vice versa. So so and he has done that for years since he came back in 2014 to today. He decided that I need to I need to run my brand like a rook brand. Where like I will come there, come scatter things, you know, <laughs> you know those kind of things, and he's done that consistently. I remember, I mean, you need to understand that for people to, for you to create that brand mindset in the minds of people, you need to be consistent, and he has been consistent with that from 2014 to 2022. He has always been controversial. And since they won, even even recently, he, he had a, a whole new controversy here in Bulldog, you know, uh, you know, he came works, up with though, his uh, You know, it works for him. So I always say people try to to, to let Shata behave like uh, you have to be like a god, but you, he's not that. He's your other kind of person because he has really defined his brand and he's just living it. I mean, super. So, things that jumped at me, consistency. And the example you gave about Sarkodia trying to do what we haven't known him to do, yeah. all of a sudden it became a disconnect in our minds. We were like, uh-uh, we do not know you as somebody who smokes. But all of a sudden... It's, uh, it wasn't... It, it's not a problem. It's not a problem. And I want to also push it further by saying, after that, oh, you don't smoke, and he kept going at it. Now we've now, all accepted exactly. it. And now it's part of his personal brand. Yes. So consistency seems to be the key to building that personal brand where whatever you want to project, whatever image you have yourself, if you keep pushing at it consistently, the people would eventually accept it. So I think that's a really, really interesting place to look at it. Um, so now let's bring it back to, you know, especially I want us to bring it back to career and how all of us in this room, I know we all, we all building, we all building, we all building our personal brand in specific, specific niche. We had an episode with Jabin where he spoke about creative strategy. Yeah. I also had an episode that we spoke about um, influencer marketing, marketing yeah. and digital marketing. Yeah. And if you want to speak about, and no wonder because examples were about Sarkodie and Shatowale because he's built a personal brand as a commentator, as a critic in the entertainment industry. I mean, he does it for corporates, but if you wanted to speak about entertainment industry, you definitely want to have a conversation with Echo as well. So. I guess it's the consistency that has brought this mm-hmm. image in all of us, our minds about who we are and how we are trying to chatter our parts. You know my daily work, what really brings money to my table? <laughs> it's not entertainment. It's entertainment. It is high corporate, corporate communications, yeah, doing yeah. it for big global brands. I remember but, that upside deal. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, both of you work on that page. 
<laughs> but you know, recently I met someone and said, actually, you'll be big for the entertainment industry. And I'm like, you know, you know in my head, I'm like, that's my <laughs> You know, but it's 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 obviously because I comment a lot on entertainment stuff, so consistently, I mean everybody thinks that I mean I'm an industry gatekeeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm thinking to that gatekeepers. Hey, gatekeeper. I'm sitting with a gatekeeper. I'm so privileged. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but it's just it's just for the love of the culture, right. basically. You know, so like you always want to help new artists coming up, new creative stuff. You know, yesterday we were at Charlie, you know, trying to support. That was dope. Yeah. Shout out to Charlie guys. Yeah, shout out to him. I mean, yeah, Faith, Sadat, you know, Reggie and Co. You know, right. yeah, so that's 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 it. People know me for entertainment, but what I do is corporate comms. Right. Um speaking of corporate comms, speaking of shout outs, I think we should take a moment. This is not a moment of silence, but this is a moment of praise. For Cynthia, we all know Cynthia in this room, yeah, and she <laughs> exactly she was our first boss. She was our first boss. Yes, she was our first boss. Yes, yes. I think we. I think she deserves her flowers. It's it's becoming, and we've all seen her works. And to finally see her get recognized at the CIMG Awards more recently as the marketing practitioner of the year. What? And did you see that front page on BNFC? So yes. glorious. I can't think of a better person who, who is more deserving of this. So yeah. um, big shout out to Cynthia. You know that word is really technical. It's yeah. show working. Yeah, show if you don't show working, you're, you're not worth it. And yeah. She's more Cynthia. than show working. And, and she's a good example of someone who has definitely built a brand for herself. Like I noticed it some years ago when she decided to actually open professional page for herself because she has her personal page and then she has a professional page and i saw that she's building that and then you can see the works from far like she is she's they call her what mama hollard about it all i don't think insurance is a fun industry no. <laughs> i don't think insurance is a fun industry but but Look at how exciting the whole like, looks like. She rewrote the rules <laughs> and created her own path for her lad. For the, I mean, we all thought as she's insurance, you know. Well, maybe because nobody has excited us in the insurance industry. We've always seen it as that boring. They do just mechanical work. It's just coming by policy and it's a hard sell. That's been the perception that insurance is a hard sell. But to see how Holland is marketed it, and it keeps everybody else on their toes. All of a sudden, it's brought a lot of life into the industry. It's so good to see. And that's what we need. We need young people like Cynthia to bring some kind of energy into their space. Because I mean, I, I was I was telling you guys that if you look at how our Gen Zs really behave, if our marketing directors who sign off on budgets don't get them what it takes to excite those people then they've lost it yeah you know so it's good cynthia i mean came into the industry yeah big big shout so let me knock on the table and say hollard decides to do a layoff just like what twitter did Wow. Is Cynthia, you had to go there, is Cynthia, is Cynthia, you had to go is Cynthia ever going to worry about that? <laughs> I don't think she will ever be worried. No, no, no. no. Because Talk she has like Talk about I it. mean of course she'll be she'll be devastated. Everybody should be. <laughs> if something like that ever happens to you, you should be sad. But 
if you've built yourself to a certain level where people believe that nah this you are you are doing amazing work things like that don't shake you because once they hear that oh that's happening people are even excited i mean your competitors are excited they're like oh this is a chance to actually snatch this talent and because that's because you are not working in the shadows you were showing working when you were doing it you were telling us that this is what i did and that's what in our industry or in our side of the world because celebrities have theirs to do in our side of the world that's what it means that's what it means by but that's what we mean by saying go and update your linkedin page it's not like we are joking it's a it's a like big I thing did this year. yeah <laughs> go ahead yeah. you did right yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's looking year. it's looking brilliant now and so somebody like that showing working and all that she's doing i think things like a layoff or you know nothing to worry about yeah but i'm really i'm really happy where you've taken the conversation and it's it takes a bite into my next question where in building personal brand and even takes me back to what i asked earlier about what you think versus what people perceive you to be it looks like the gap between what you think and what people perceive you to be is what you project so the example you made about cynthia she's made her work visible right it's very visible what she's done so you do not need to dig two, three, four, ask thousand people before you know who's behind it. Mm-hmm. She's made her work visible, and even her announcement when she got the role was made waves. Oh. And then after that, we see all the trans, like the transformation of the brand, yeah. and it's very easy to you know like credit her for that. Yeah. So my question then is, is that the real trick to cracking personal brand projection, projecting what you do? Is that the whole well, hack of it? Huh? yes projection but i also believe that if you project rubbish nobody's going to buy it we'll know you for the rubbish dude. exactly okay we'll know you for the rubbish we'll but what's that going dude. to do for you yeah like but you have a personal brand in charity but i believe rubbish. that it's a two-way thing you are projecting but you are, you are doing the thing like you know your stuff and everybody knows when somebody's you know lying i mean i was going to use another word but you know you know and so it's, i think it's those two yeah, things you are projecting but charlie don't forget so I, I think i was asking you the other day and maybe you should be able to i don't know echo help us here when do you know that somebody somebody they lie like you forge <laughs> right you know see there are so many people with great personal brands when it comes to business and you know like marketing and you know the space within inside yeah. but it's fluff. how do you know when they are doing the the fluff no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll ask them, yeah. hashtag no fugazi <laughs> yeah they're fugazi you know how you know how do you know you know those, those things are really it's when you go into the tiny details like for, for instance the person gets an appointment let's see this month and then the following month you hear a big i mean the person is trumpeting a very big milestone hey pressure <laughs> and you're like hmm but one month yeah because you use like two weeks to settle in you know and then I two know. Weeks, you know i know <laughs> yeah i know yeah oh, you know do you, yeah, do, do you want to say it? Do you want to say it? Do you have an example? See, a lot, a lot, and I'll give you, I'll give you, I'll give you. Nah, this is this is from SMK. We are not scared of dropping this. Okay. Drop it. <laughs> no, but I will give you, I will give you some, not not to mention names, but examples. Do you realize that of late? It's not even of late. Like 
in current times, you see that journalists are really popular than their work. So you see more of them than their work. Influencer journalist. Exactly. So, Influencer journalist. Yes. So so when people see you, this they, they they don't notice you with because you see if you're a journalist, it's your work that speaks for you. Not use you like it shouldn't it's not personal. You know, the the role is not the job for you is not personal. It's the work that should speak for you. You know, so when you mention, for instance, um, Peter Dream, the commentator, yeah. it's a commentary. It's the commentary that made people go and ask, Who is this? Who is this? And it's not the other way around. So, in a case where you have somebody whose brand supersedes their work, we call that fluff. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, Okay, so let's say they are showing working, but because maybe they have misunderstanding of what personal brand is, they tend to be pushing themselves more than their work. Exactly. And I'm saying this because I also have an example of a Ghanaian brand. Unfortunately, I can't mention the name. Um, but in that brand, when you look at the CEO, he projects himself more than the actual brand that he's trying to build. And you notice that he's won more individual accolades than the brand itself. So I, I saw it and I questioned it. Are you building? We questioned it. Yes. <laughs> is it the brand you're building? I know that brand. Oh. <laughs> and if you go on the website, his personal information supersedes the brand. So is it putting his personal brand ahead maybe of now, the corporate maybe now brand? He is the brand? And what, what are the risks? What, what's the risk in that? I mean, the risk is very obvious. If you leave, the brand is dead. Like in the minds of people, unless then their brand needs to to work maybe five times harder to to project the brand itself in the eyes and even the minds of consumers. It's happened a lot, see, we can mention names. We are we, we really are we really are in the age of celebrity CEOs. We are in the age and it start I don't know where it started. I'm sure it started long a long time. Jeff Bezos. Uh Jeff Bezos uh, Facebook, you know Elon Musk. We are in that age. And so it's easy for somebody who a young entrepreneur to think that yes, yeah, Steve Jobs, you know, for a young entrepreneur to think that putting my name out there is actually going to help the brand. But like Echo said, it, it doesn't stop with journalism. Everything, it's really the work that shows the personal brand. No matter what, uh, what's I want to do. No matter what Angel Di Maria will do, great player, but. He can put his logo somewhere, brand himself anywhere. But he's not Cristiano Ronaldo, not just because of the brand. Forget it. Cristiano Ronaldo cannot be whoever he is without the ball. Same for LeBron James, Michael Jordan, all the big stars, or whoever it is. It's really show working. And that's what I think that projecting, yeah, is there. But the work, don't give if you are giving rubbish, forget it. And people read, people see some of these things and they can tell, but the unfortunate thing is they won't come and tell you. So like you like you are walking empty. You know, who are not more so So Charlie, personal so, brand, uh, personal brand. Project yourself. Put your name there. Let's see that consistency. My name is 
why always echo this is what i like to do this is what i talk about but when i'm talking about that i'm making sure that it's high quality yeah like yeah yeah you, you listen to it so now at this part i don't want you guys to overthink it when i mention a name tell me the first word that comes to your head so both of you can give me an answer if the same answer is fine don't overthink it this is like fast answer so if i if you hear the name and this is just to test what their personal brand has projected over time right and it's just diverse mm-hmm. are you ready mm-hmm. are you ready mm-hmm. okay <laughs> Maumia. Economy. economy economy it really is finance actually the first word i came to mind is finance so to me finance okay yeah. mercy football, football. god football. john mahama doomsa doomsa came to my head elon musk tesla tesla you know yeah I would, the second thing that came was innovation, but let's go ahead. Steve Jobs. Apple. Saka, dear. Champagne. glass. <laughs> football head. Goals. goals. Actually, goals. Not goals. just football. Goals. goals. Cristiano Ronaldo. Like, what cost in mind? Cristiano Ronaldo fashion. Fashion? You know, that's the second thought. Nah. Yeah, that's a second He's thought. He's not a fashion guy, is he? I mean goats. <laughs> anyway. Do metal. Ah oh, man. Gospel. So I mean here. Journalist. I mean, I would say like, you know, fashionista hey, journalist. Yeah, I I really went to fashion. First thing I went to was fashion. Because I feel like Charlie, she's all over the fashion space. I mean, I think it's so candid. And I like the answers because we didn't give it too much thought. The ones that jumped at me. That you couldn't crack Cristiano Ronaldo, you went for fashion. Do you want to speak about that? No, it's also because he mentioned goals and I. So it was your second. Yeah, thoughts. it wasn't just a second. So I mean, here fashion. That's yeah, because um, even though I I know she's a journalist, when I see her, it's mostly because she has a dope outfit, and you know every every girl in the country is sharing her picture, or they are using it, or they are sending it to their stylists, or they are trying to get that dress somewhere so she is doing that journalist and that that's the second thing that comes to my mind because she is a dope model and if, if she doesn't know she should know she should be on good covers i'm telling you i guess she knows yeah, yeah she's a, yeah fashion I, I find your answer very intriguing because even if we asked her she probably would say a journalist yeah. but if that is not connected with us who follow on instagram and we see more of how fashionable she looks and that's what she projects more than the journalistic work then i guess a personal brand is at the point where it's either fashion like there's a crossroad but you know what happens when I, when I you know what, what happens then yeah it's chaos yeah because <laughs> there's no single-minded yes, thing about what she stands for you hear for. people arguing about the thing what she said we who journalists do mm-hmm. you understand mm-hmm. you know she's good though, but then yeah. she likes fashion that oh, we what journalists do and will see <laughs> yeah. You know how that chaos. You know how we can yeah. Honestly, don't have both. But the first thing I came to mind is she was fine. Yeah. And you know, so I, that that really answers how we even started this conversation about personal brand is what people say you are versus what you think you are, and then that also addresses the point of what you project is what truly mm-hmm. would help us shape the perception about you. So if you think you're a journalist, but overwhelming content that you put out there is leaned towards how fashionable you are 
then you're making it tough for us to perceive you as a journalist first yeah, and foremost that's fair. it's not that we do not think it it is not top of mind yeah. what becomes top of mind is what we see and that's the fashionable part that you've projected the most so let's talk about when it becomes too much or even is there such a thing like too much branding yes <laughs> there is you know i'll give you an example myself when i decided that okay i need to update my linkedin you know and i i was like you should be careful how you you put some of these things out and yeah i've been in the industry like 10 years so everybody will be like oh speaking engagement come and talk come and talk come and share you know but i'm like yo the people who are in front of me they you perceive you as the things they want to kind of speak on exactly so sometimes it's not I do run away. It's not like I can't speak on those topics, but I'm like, it's becoming too much. So you need to have a way of capping it. You, I, mean, you, I, I want us to, let's stay there for a second, right? So why are they coming to you with those particular requests? Is it that from where they sit, you think you are that guy who could speak on that topic. But from where you sit, that is not what you want to project. Therefore you decline. What's, what's going on there? I, I think it's more of they've seen your works and they really recognize the fact that you'll be a you are a thought leader on some subject areas. But you should also be mindful of the fact that you still learn, you know, and since you are still learning, you should also know that there are people way ahead of you who are experts, who are like real experts, but but they are limited in t- like they don't it's not everywhere they go they are they try to be moderate in how they even do their speaking engagements so you also look back you sit back and then you are like okay you are learning because it's some some sort of like a standard that has been set you know you, you can decide to go overboard but Yo, this guy is up to something, you know. And within some few time, you they will realize that oh, okay, yeah, we said it. Oh yeah, but if you want to, if you want to, I mean, that's what that's what people mean by you know, silence being that important or silence being golden. It's, it's, you just control the narrative when you are silent. When you are talking too much, people are able to figure certain things out in you. So. There is such a thing as overdoing it. Yeah. Um, so maybe I can share my experience as well, which is I think this year more than ever has been the year that I have said no to speaking on some platforms. And perhaps two years, three years ago, I say yes to damn near everything, right? One because I think okay, it's an opportunity to share what I know. But since I became more conscious of what my personal brand and what I want to be seen as, because I'm also trying to charter I'm, I'm trying to specialize in the field as we all know digital and people might try to pull you in different directions i started saying no because and this is interesting it was the time i said no because of the other people on the panel because i looked at the panel that has been lined up and i noticed the people who have been assembled can't speak to the subject and, and i know when people speak when people look at the artwork or they look at all of us on the panel they are going to form one lamp opinion about the whole show. So, yeah, so I would rather remove myself from that because 
and that brings you to the next point of personal brand can be built through association yeah. is that true because that that's what informs me saying no to this speaking opportunities because i'm like it might be shape it might be shaping how i'm also perceived because then i'm sharing platform with people that i even i don't believe in their message but they're sitting there with them i mean maybe 50 50. i think that your personal brand is still your personal brand and you can be in the midst of frauds but still be the the correct one in there really that that would be tough. it's possible yo of course it's tough you are, you are putting yourself you're you putting yourself you back play with pigs, you get yeah, dirty. exactly you get dirty but you can still come out shining so i think it's a 50 50 thing there i agree if you are working with too many frauds at some point people might show think me i mean show me your friends why are you working with these people why do you think that but at that same person that same person can also showcase their intelligence or their strength by being with people who are not as but you see so if you are not lucky like it well when people don't really you know we are even in the world where a lot of people even don't pay attention to details so the moment they see you in a picture with them this is this is as you pull out as those pull out you know, so, you are helping them still so, i mean it's it's I mean, honestly, it's true because in government right now, and given what's going on, it is almost impossible to come out and say, I am the good nut, everybody else is a bad nut. Nobody wants to hear it. Yes. I mean, I think we've also, in the conversation, we may have leaned towards those who are not getting the rights, the fugazes. Now, let's give flowers where it's due. Can we speak about the ones that we've identified that we think are getting it right? They have the authenticity on lock. They have the clarity on what you know what they stand for, and they don't have to. When you mention their name, there's this single-mindedness of what they stand for. It comes easy. Can we give an example of who is getting the rights in the industry? You mentioned my stuff. I did mention my stuff because I just two three years ago I would look at him as wow, this is the guy, man. This is the guy that we, for me and in my industry, this is the guy I would like to see myself as. And so I like that. I like to look at people like that and say, wow, they did well. They did well in the in everything that they did. They showed you that this was the success. And so when he was handling easy, you saw the success. When he was with uh, Vodafone, you see a success. You get me? When you follow the career, you see the works that he's done. Evidence of the growth. And so is, in terms of this marketing industry, he's one of those that I think he's done great with his personal brand. I mean, there's so much more he can do, but he's definitely a lot of boys and a lot of guys coming up. They're um, not direct mentor, but they look up to him. Right. I think, yeah. So if if we had to crystallize what we think he's getting right, we would say that he does it and he shows it. Yeah. yeah. Do it and show and it. That's how he built his personal brand. Thank he you. He does it and then he makes it visible. So when you get those two... But, but I think there's favorite. a way you don't overshow it and i think he can't even mention that <laughs> hey i was able to help you get a million downloads or a million followers and i'm like hey i did it does that you manage it so that i don't come across like a showing off you know when you're overdoing it you get some enough we know shatawale doesn't get that feeling <laughs> but i want to talk about faith talk about faith yeah because I mean, we all were with Faith, you know, working in PR, and then Faith decided to carve a niche. And I've seen that niche. Nobody, who is, who is, who is 
fashion PR specialists in this country. Like, if you have a fashion brand, yeah, we can't think, we can't think of any because sure even if I didn't know her, I would know her by now. Yeah, we can't think. And I think that's an example of somebody who has decided that listen, this is what I do. I'm going to let everybody know, and I'm going to eat of it. Building a personal brand as a business, because I tell you that even though Twitter has laid off. Meister and Cole. Meister is not going to be hungry now. You know, I feel like we should we should talk about that for a second. And also because he brought up the Meister example of how he has nailed it in terms of personal branding. But we all know the Ghana team is bigger than Meister in the sense that there were other people in the Ghana team. And it's difficult to have other people name three members of that team. Not because you're close to them, but I think on the outside, people can't mention three or four members of the Ghana team and they will definitely mention Meister first. So Meister is going to rip off, off of you know all the personal branding he's gained, making sure all the people he's verified was visible, all the hash budgets he was able to get for events, all the partnership, he made it very visible. But how about the other members of the team who didn't, from where I said, didn't take advantage of putting their work out there? How's, that, how's this going to play out for them? Hey, in the end, I told you there are two parts of it. It's... Um, it's merit it's actual work and then put projecting yourself right um so whereas somebody who has projected themselves well would easily just walk into another room or another job easily the others would probably find it more difficult but they will get walk into another job because of the work hey it's still on your cv though. it's still on your cv that's so a blue chip it's good brand. but of blue course brand. that's what personal branding does it oils the path for you that's your oil it makes it easier for you to just walk into a room and say this is me you should know me <laughs> this is what i did in fact even if i don't tell you you remember ah you know so that's what it does i think that's the importance of personal branding yeah okay, well, what, how about your example your shining and glowing example of somebody who's getting personal branding right You know, like those days, we we'll mention people like um, Georgianda MTN. Yeah. We we'll mention people like Moena Treba MTN. Um, we we'll mention Uche or Vodafone. Mm, you know, good one. so and and I'm Sophie. She, she actually showed working, and we saw that. And we saw we saw how she projected the French culture into the Ghanaian culture. You know, she made a lot of things so smooth. For for the first time, a lot of people were talking more about Paris. You know, people were going to Paris instead of Dubai, instead of Turkey. But you know what I like about that is because her background, I mean, she she is an ambassador. She is, you know, this is the job that she does and everybody is aware. But you could tell that she has a personal um, passion for the arts, in the, the cult, the arts, the music, the the movies the film he just she's just an artsy person and she didn't shy away from that she could have done this whole french thing in another way maybe just focusing on education government relations you know and it would still work but she said this is what i like and this is what i'll do to it and i enjoyed it we thought we had hit the ceiling with 
popular ambassadors when John Benjamin was here, but clearly, and Sophie is a different level. <laughs> Brought a different vibe. And you see, and that's the importance of creatives. Yeah. It kind of like lets you know the soft power of some countries. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, probably if she even took, let's say she even took, let's say, even thousand politicians to, to France, they wouldn't have spoken well of it wouldn't make that wouldn't make that part yeah. you know yeah. of, of of France or Paris in Ghana but she decided to go the creative way to sell the soft the small influencer marketing I tell you okay. I tell you <laughs> the, the woman got it so right yes. and it worked you know yeah okay so um I think we have some glowing examples of people who are getting it right oh maybe you guys should let me also chip in one example of course right so i want to take it from social media and how i see people using their digital platforms to carve their own personal brand and when i look at industries that have not been explored and i see people going there it's, it's such an easy way because when i saw zubeda come out strongly as a food blogger and before zubeda came there were other people playing in that space but none of they were doing too many things whilst doing food so we had we had a brand like Tastyos. I don't guess what about Tastyos. Shout out to Reku. You know, yes. Shout out to Reku. You know, they came out to start this whole food blogging thing. But as Zubeda came, they came out with full energy and focus. It's like I want to stand for food blogging and nothing else. I stand for food and nothing else but the food. And, and, <laughs> nothing else but the food, and she's been consistent at it. Reviewing restaurants. I tell you what, I found places to go for dates on her website. Before that, where would I go? I have to ask friends. <laughs> but it just shows how she's carved that way so clearly and strongly in a very compelling way that you don't have, you can't associate her with anything else but the food blogging space. And for me, that's a clear and a glowing example of a food blogger. And if you look at the sports industry as well, the likes of Gary Housemates, the likes of all these young guys are now projecting what they do and you can't put anything else past them when it comes to football specifically football um, Aisha, happy ah yes so yes when it yes, comes yes, to yes, women's, yes. Football. women's football she's also coming yes. strongly 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 in that space and obviously you can leverage your social media to also drive that perception about how you want to be perceived and this leads me to my next and final question how just just share tips on how people can get this this mysterious personal branding thingy people talk about how can they hack it what are the tips you can share before how they can get their personal branding i think one have a focus focus okay two you need to be very genuine your authenticity you can't fake it you can't fake it you, oh you don't believe you fake it till you make it no <laughs> no but you see even when you make it that's genuine okay then but you the, process, the process is <laughs> Yes, you are faking it. But, but the point there is be authentic. Genuine. And your personal branding needs to tell a story. A story that really inspires people. You understand? Yeah. We are comes digital marketing people. I'm sure we we have people that we look out for. You know, like we want to be like them or even be better than them. So those are some of the things. And then the last thing is what become just be consistent, Charlie. That's a that's a powerful four point tips on how to hack your personal brand. 
one have focus so it means you need to first of all stand for something and then set your eyes on it and have that focus and then the second one is to be genuine and authentic do, do not fake it to do not fake your way there do not be fluffy let there be substance between let there be substance under what you stand for and that's the second point echo shared and tell a story I mean, for communication people, they always tell you if you want to gauge, if you want to gain people's attention, if you want to captivate people's attention, it's always a story. Tell a compelling story. The examples you've heard about people who are getting it right, from Meister to Uche to Beta, they are all telling a story in their particular niche that they've chosen for. So, find whatever you want to stand for, and maybe I should pass this on that. Do not think somebody's already doing it, so you also can't. You also can't build your personal brand on it. The sky is big. We can have a lot of people with personal brands in a particular field. So do not be deterred by what's happening in the industry. And the final, and the I think one of the strongest points is consistency. And for every example we've given for a good personal brand, one common factor is it is consistent. Over and over and over and over and over and over again, they stand for that thing. They show it over and over and over again. And it sticks. No, I think it, I think you guys you guys have got it covered. Um, I like what you said about don't think that somebody is there already, so you can't do it. Like the spaces are so big, but the one thing you should pay attention to is trying to be distinct. Don't be copy copy. Don't just copy. You can because the things that we are doing, there's nothing new under the sun. But always try and be distinct in what you do. Um, that's why ourselves as designers, that's what we try to do. Like every time we can copy something but just leave that one thing there that you can say that oh this is you oh you wrote the same you wrote that same word but then we changed the eye just to look some way or maybe i'm telling the same story of somebody who did who started from scratch with nothing but i made it here but this story is now mine because i picked it from this angle that angle so aside that consistency and all the things that i've stated try and be very distinct and that's the one thing i can add to it that's also a very 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 powerful point and i know you've read this book the brand gap and one thing that that book will preach about is distinction like you need to be different and i like the illustration in that book where it will draw a, a grid of circles like so you see a yes you, you see a grid of circles and then they draw one square in there the only thing that catches your mind is the square is because the mind is designed to pay attention to what is different so in the world of billions of websites in the world of millions of social media users in the world of many sports writers plentiful bloggers where you have to shine is finding that difference that differential factor where when you're also playing in that space we can point to a lot of food bloggers we can point to a lot of sports writers but we'll point to you differently because that's the one thing that stands out that's how the brain works um guys it's been the cool creative convos episode four I've truly enjoyed this conversation and it's always a learning curve whilst we're also speaking about it. So I know you've also picked up a few things. Um, leave your comments, share the link. Um, let's catch up on episode five.